Hi there, Wolt Chums. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to share some exciting news. Earlier this year, I partnered with the team at Lose It to write a course called Change Your Thinking, Change Your Weight, a mindset-first approach to lasting weight loss. This is a premium course for Lose It, but now through the end of October, our friends at Lose It are offering this as a complimentary gift for our friends at Wolt Place. So if you were thinking about joining Wolt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, our Facebook-based accountability group for women, this is the perfect time to do so. Again, now through the end of October, new and existing members of Wolt Place will be receiving this as a complimentary gift. So head over to weonlylookthin.com, click on that link for join our support group, sign up, and you will qualify for this amazing offer. I'm so proud of the work I did on this. I want to thank the team at Lose It, Sarah and Hannah, for including me in this project. And uh, now we will get on with the show. Thanks for listening. Welcome to an interview from the beyond episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 120 pounds wow. and kept it off for five years. I can never remember. It's like six now. Six years. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not good with numbers. Uh, <laughs> but I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach, and here ghoulishly with me today is Donald Weigel. I don't know how <laughs> ghoulish I am, but I am here with you today. I uh, have lost about 100 pounds. Uh, I have kept it off for about five and a half years, not quite six yet. Uh, and uh, we are here to talk about it. I will try and be as, as ghoulish as possible. Well, uh, when I met you, you were as gothish Oh, that's possible. true. You were a little bit I, I goth. Spent, I spent many years wearing nothing but black clothes and oftentimes wore black nail polish and eyeliner and uh, had the sides of my head shaved and all kinds of things that that fun people do in their teens and 20s. Yeah, and I was I was one of the grunges and he was oh, a goth. Yeah. And somehow we made it work. Uh, he, yeah, we he, were on opposite sides of the <laughs> <laughs> of the, the something. Yeah, but we made it work. Uh, we actually sort of semi met at a, a a a Cool Beans Kids Club called City Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like it's romper room. It, it's or romper something. room. A Cool Beans Kids Club, like we were like co- like coloring, <laughs> like, like a ball pit. <laughs> like I I needed the bittersweet shimmer crayon, and you had it, and. Like, yeah, at the ball pit. No, we actually met at a a health food store, but then we would see each other across the room, a darkened room at a a Cool Beans Kids Club. Very very cool club in Trenton, New Jersey that had a lot of of edgy uh, bands, and uh, it was was nice. Yeah, but I thought he was a a man of darkness and and mistoire. Yeah, you were so wrong. No, but I, like... I remember you uh, You said you were going to go away for like a week. And I was like, oh, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to Disney World with my family. <laughs> yeah. and I was, he was like, and, and, and he's like, oh, and my, my parents. And I'm like, your parents are married? What is happening? Yeah. I didn't think that was a thing. Yeah. No, I uh, had a pretty, pretty nice 
like upbringing and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I still somehow gravitated towards black clothes and skulls and spiders and things. Yeah, but it uh it he he didn't need to be fixed. And so I said, I'm not interested in you right now. Right. I need damaged goods, man. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But and, uh, uh, the damage came later. It did. No, you, you were <laughs> awesome. You're, they're no damage. Well, thank You're you. You're wonderful. But... Um, well, uh, it, I guess it's appropriate that we are uh, t- starting off with this trip down memory lane of the early days of our relationship as we are uh, moving Uh, Forward last week, we did an episode where we reflected upon uh, the uh, things that we've learned over the last seven years as we've as we've, uh, you know, grown and evolved along our weight loss and fitness uh, journey adventures. Uh, And this week we are going to continue uh, with that uh, interviewing each other about things that we learned. Yep. But there's no mirror in this episode because... We're talking about vampires. Vampires, actually. yeah. Well, it's just know. like it's just, it's just a good title. Thinter, it's a good title. Thin, interview with the vampire. Yeah, yeah it, we it's not. It, it worked pretty. It's well. not October yet, but I know we like to do uh, macabre uh, episode yeah. ideas for October. So we need to think about that too. About what episodes we're doing for October that have to do with. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it, it will probably surprise no one. We actually have a list of some titles like backed up, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, uh, speaking of things that are macabre oh two things one is that that show that's on amc the interview with the vampire show is very very good it's really good it's very adult it's r-rated not for the children but uh very very good um and two speaking of things that are macabre uh Uh i owe you an apology oh i like this episode (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna give it five stars so last week Uh one one of the questions Uh uh was what is something you've changed your tune about oh okay and you said i don't feel comfortable saying that because i don't like ending a sentence with a preposition Uh uh-huh i said about's not a preposition so you're fine i have since done some research your research okay and discovered yes that uh, according to two sources on the internet, that about is used as a preposition about thirty percent of the time, and and so in in that particular case, it it is. And I was very wrong, and I apologize. And I haven't uh, I haven't gotten any angry emails from listeners yet, but I apologize to anyone out there who was yelling at their at their podcast. Probably Nicole. If that, Nicole listens that to this. I was this. incorrect about my grammar assertion. That Wait, but are you apologizing to me? I'm apologizing to you. Guys. Oh, okay. I thought you were apologizing to the listeners. No, I, I apologize to you first and oh. then also the listeners. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I, so you were right. That was a preposition. I love about you that you, like something comes up and then you kind of disappear for 20 minutes and it's because you've been researching whatever it was we were talking about. Yeah. Like yeah. the year no, Mr. Like, Pip came I like, out. I like to fact check things. You yeah. do? Oh, so when did you actually fact check that? Like immediately after the podcast? Like I, this is new information for me. No, everyone. I, uh, you know, I, I do some editing on the podcast, uh, cut some things out that, you know, when we stumble or, or whatnot. And uh, it, it, people are out there listening going like, they cut out some of the stuff. News. Um, uh, but... When I I listened to the whole thing from start to finish, just to make sure that I didn't miss any glaring uh, uh, problems, and uh, when I listened to it back, 
I uh, I decided to check it. Wow. Well, thank you for coming clean. Thank I you. appreciate it. I uh, I feel a lot better. Like a weight has been woo. lifted. Yeah. Like I could have just let it go, but. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. So, um, so yeah. So we have some more questions, quer- queries. Uh, no, I don't. I didn't actually look at the thesaurus, so I have nothing else to say. Qu- quizzical queries quizzical for each other. Yes, queries. things that we've learned. We are almost at episode three hundred of the show, and we are reflecting upon the important things that we've learned along the way. Yeah, and so we are going to share our wisdom with you, as we usually do. I don't <laughs> and know. And maybe why Catherine will be able to say a stop word with a W without, in a normal way. I don't without know going, about that. Wisdom. I don't know about that. Yeah. We'll see. So, um, okay. Whipper so, will. <laughs> Whipper will. Um, so I will try to say what I'm going to say next without saying the word W with a weird uh, pronunciation. So uh, we're going to dive right in, everybody. Uh, so here we go. Uh, the the th- first th- interview with a wampir. <laughs> Uh, question. A uh, wampir. Okay. You, mean? you know what? I'm just me. So what are you going to do? Okay. Yeah. Huh, what? Uh, uh, what did you believe that wasn't actually true about yourself? Back in the day when you started, what did you believe about yourself that ended up not being true? Well, I think the the primary thing is that – well, actually, I just thought of another answer to this. But the, the primary thing is that I, I thought I was not capable of moderating Okay. Foods. I remember that. Like I felt like with with things like soda and um uh you know really anything desserts, chips, whatever that I I couldn't have any of it at all because if I had any of it then I was going to have all of it. And yeah. it, it has turned out over the years that I am uh, pretty good at moderating uh things and I can have a Now a lot of it is it has to do with having making sure that I have single serve versions of things yeah. around. I'm much I'm it's it's pretty easy for me to moderate when I have like a half an ounce bag of chips, those like very small like self-serve or a fun size candy bar. Um, versus having, you know, like a big, huge, you know, a warehouse store sized bag of something. Yeah. Um, but I am in fact capable of moderating some things. Well, and we did an episode, uh, I think we did, I'm a carby girl. And then I think we did another one, uh, about using all of the P words, words that start with P about prioritizing, planning, pausing. Carby girl was that episode. Portion size, uh, and, uh, pre-tracking lots of different P words to actually strategize on how to moderate because when you know when i used to go to weight watchers meetings they would be like enjoy everything in moderation but it, i didn't know what that was i didn't right. know how to do it i didn't know how to implement it so for me the big thing was having policies around circumstances for enjoying certain foods whether it's after dark like a vampire might <laughs> um <laughs> sorry did i almost make you Choke on your pumpkin Al- spice coffee. Almost, almost. It's delightful. It's the holiday season. Uh, but for me, having those policies was a really great way to help me moderate as well. So uh, do you have other other things that were, were big changes for you? Yeah. And uh, uh, another one was that I've learned that um, it it really wasn't my metabolism or genetics that was stopping mm. me. <laughs> I mean, I, I really – there were part – 
parts of my life where I firmly believed that I just wasn't capable of, of losing the weight or hitting a goal weight because it had to be, there had to be something special about me, about my genetics, my metabolism that was stopping me from doing it. Because look at all these other people that are walking around thin. Yeah. No, I mean, just it reminded me of like, wouldn't it be wonderful to be some medical anomaly that was like, (laughs) no, he's totally right. All the blood work checks out. Yeah. There's nothing he can do. He should just eat whatever. The Snickers gene is not because trying will lead to nothing. Yeah, (laughs) the Snickers gene. Um, do um, is this a question that I will answer also? Yes, please. Oh, oh, (laughs) now that you mention it, thank you. Our organic style. I didn't think I had to invite you to answer it. (laughs) All vampires need to be invited to answer things, (laughs) Catherine. Please, you're welcome to come in and answer this question. So. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, thank what you. are things that you believed about yourself seven years ago that turned out to be wrong? Oh, well, or, thank or you. eight years ago, however you want to look at it. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> wow. Um, so I actually had to think about this one because it's been a while. It has been a while. So uh, for me, the big one was um, I thought I was too busy. Too busy. Oh, yeah. Too busy to focus on my weight loss. Who has the time? I am a modern woman. I drive as many as three miles to get to work every day. (laughs) I have a full-time job and a full-time husband and a child. Who has the time? I uh, was always very jealous of other people, saying, like, oh, must be nice. Uh, Again, must be nice to be them, to have the time to get up, to be able to do all the things. They had more money than me, more more time than me, more focus than me. Uh, must be nice. Uh, I also thought I was too old if I hadn't figured it out by right. age 20 or 30, which people had actually said, if you don't figure it out by X, it's too late. Yeah. Thinking that that was some sort of motivation. Uh, but that was not at all the case. Um, I also just thought it like things weren't fair in life. Yeah. That's why I couldn't. Um, and then I'll go through these hopefully pretty quickly. So and the, these are kind of some heavy hitters that it took me a while to come up with these. But here we go. Um, I believed at the time that I needed to solve all of my family's extended family problems. Oh, that that yeah. was all on me, that I was imbued with some righteousness that meant that everything had to fall on my shoulders and thus all the food in my mouth. Um, and then also, I didn't have the right to change my mind. Oh, yeah. I thought that once I That's said yes – to a volunteer thing. Yeah, or I the yes, same thing. Or if there was an argument that, and I've talked about this before, about like not really being equipped to deal with big emotions in the moment, I felt like if I didn't say my piece, that I could never change my mind. And uh, we'll talk about this a little bit later. But I just thought like, well, it's too late for me to tell someone what I really think. Or right. it's too late for me to pull out of a of a commitment that I made. There were plenty of other people doing it. And I said, again, must be nice to be them to be able to speak their mind. I just didn't think I deserved to be able to be flexible at all. And that led to a lot of uh, feeling like a victim. And as a reward for my self-victimization, I would eat all of the food. And so uh, that has maybe been one of the the biggest changes in me. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I can moderate chips. And you're like, you're going deep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, I just... I just feel like I should have come up with some better answers, but luckily we're both here to uh, to answer the question. All right. So. Yes. 
Catherine Weigel. Yes. You, are shall, you shall we move on to the in, next question? Inviting me? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I will invite you to answer the next question. What did you stress about very I, I I'm adding this part okay. very hard. What do you what did you really stress about in the early days that ended up not being a big deal? All right, here we go. People aren't gonna like it. <laughs> oh wow. You aren't you aren't gonna like it, everybody. Wow, the look on your face. I thought this was a lighthearted question. When I started out, the idea of tracking my calories was like wolf's bane. Whoa. Or wait, or no, yeah, garlic. Well, Gar- oh yeah, and garlic. Holy to a water yeah, to we're a on vampire. The, we're on the vampire thing, yeah. It was the least fair, worst put upon. How am I going to find time in my busy day to track for like four minutes yeah. a day? Yeah. Five minutes, maybe at yeah. the most. How is this part of my life? I am telling you right now, if. If anyone with an uncurable disease was told that, like, just jotting some numbers down I know. would save them. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, okay. Like, that's fine. I'll do that. We feel like it is this unfair. I'm not sure people would, actually. <laughs> but, like. There's a lot of people that really hate tracking out there. But, and I know, look, I know that there are people out there who have bigger disordered eating issues than Donald and I have. And I acknowledge that. And I know that there is trauma around a lot of disordered eating for us in our just really making bad choices because we like to eat food situation. Tracking has been key, whether that's tracking calories or tracking just what you eat or sort of paying attention to portion size. Yeah, or what, macros or carbs or, or whatever it is that you're that you're tracking. Or, like I, I don't know how to do this without tracking calories. Like there may be a there may be a quote unquote better way to do this, but I have not found it yet. No one has presented it to me, and and you know we we've said it before, but it's sort of like trying to to cut down on your spending without looking at a bank account or yeah. without actually like like tracking what your spent like your yeah. your purchases, you know, and then somehow figuring that well, I feel like I'm. I'm doing better. Well, and I think too, you know, with there are people who do intuitive eating and I totally respect it. If you do mindful eating, you're paying attention. And I think that element of really being mindful and attentive is a practiced skill, just like tracking calories is. And I thought it was unfair. There are so many people out there who don't need to do it. Why me? This is going to be terrible. But guess what? Five years, six years into maintenance, I am still tracking. And I did a survey in Walt Place at one point of people who were maintaining their weight. And the common thread through all of it was that all of them were still tracking somehow, whether it was Weight Watcher points or calories, they were still doing it. It is a non-negotiable for me. Maybe someday, 20 years from now, when I'm in my dotage, uh, I <laughs> yeah. will, the gloaming. Yeah, uh, the uh, gloaming. <laughs> of my life. <laughs> wow. I will, uh, I will be able to not track right now. It's just, it's like a gravity issue. I just, it's like, it's something I do. I can't fight gravity. Calories are calories for me. It is critical for me and it is not a big deal. Like I don't fret about it. I just do it. 
and it really helps me stay on track. God bless you if you are able to do this without tracking for me. It's just what I do, and uh, I don't mind it. So, yeah, and I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but it it's this is a hard one for me to sympathize uh, with with people, but I because it's very easy for me to track. I know that's not. Uh, I know that's not very sympathetic uh, to people who hate it, but I, I have to think about it like there are different housework jobs mm. that I don't mind doing. Like I don't mind doing laundry or or dishes or putting dishes away, but like I I really can't stand dusting. And like if if it was up to you know if it was up to me to vacuum the place, we would be in crumb city you know like <laughs> both of those drive me crazy to do um so i get it like there are things there are people out there going like well vacuuming's easy like dusting's easy but i hate doing the dishes so you know everybody's got their things well but i see it as as self-care like right. there are self-care tasks like brushing your teeth or taking your medication or taking a shower that are just it's what you do as a grown-up and i've put tracking in that category of like this is what a grown-up does and so i do it and it's not a big deal donald jr weigel jr that is my Vaughn that, vampire <laughs> that is the name on my birth certificate yes Wh- what what is your answer to the question all right i i don't we, even remember the question we, right we, now we, so we talked not. we talked a lot about this already so i will uh, i'll just try to be brief but um the question was what did you stress about that ended up not being a big deal and at the beginning for me, when I first got my diabetes diagnosis, it was sugar. I, I avoided all sugar. I went to sugar-free everything. And, you know, I think that that was helpful for a while, but now it's really not a big deal. I don't have to watch it nearly as much. I have to, you know, keep an eye on my weight to keep my uh, my diabetes in check, but, um, but sugar itself is not a big deal. And I thought you know, there was a point where I thought having a little bit of sugar would then send me reeling into madness yeah. to have a lot. And, and I, you know, it goes back to that earlier question and I am, I am, you know, I have realized I am actually capable of moderating. It just, it takes practice and it takes like setting up systems and policies like we were talking about before. And then the last thing that I really thought was a big deal that isn't was hitting streaks Oh, or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or always hitting my step goal. Like I saw... Oh, my gosh. I used to see missing a day of something as a disaster. Right. You know, and like, okay, this is the end. I've blown it. I may as well just give up and not do anything like yeah. after one day. And and that really is not a big deal. And when you, when you really adopt a long-term, lifelong view of all of this, it... It becomes just a blip when you yeah. miss one day. Now you miss a day and it turns into two weeks, that that's a much bigger deal. But just missing a day here and there is not is not a big deal. Yeah, we're not here for streaks. I mean, there some people get a thrill from it. I know there are many people who thrive on streaks, but that idea of, you know, like someone walking into a room and being like, oh, You look like you've gotten a streak. <laughs> no, it's like, no, you look yeah. fit and healthy and you're glowing and whatever. That's what people see. Those are the changes, not the, you know, the mechanics of like getting 10,999 steps instead of 11,000, which I actually twisted my ankle once trying to get steps at midnight in the gloaming. So, uh, (laughs) 
Oh boy, I'm not very good at the the gloaming is more around like sunset actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one I I won't have to apologize to for you later because I'm confident on it. Okay, okay. So on to our next question. Uh, I don't know why I sound like that. Okay, so on to our next on to our next question, Donald. You still don't sound like a normal person, Donald. <laughs> don't know how to people a lot of times. I'm socially awkward. Yeah. Um, what was a bigger deal than you thought it would be so, uh, so back in the day? So this is sort, of, sort that, of the reverse of the last question. Right. So the last question was, what 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 did I really stress about that's not a big deal? This one is, what ended up being a bigger deal than I thought it would Thank be? Thank you for asking my question for me. Right. Donald, what is your answer? I was trying to explain to the Thank like, you. further to the listeners so that they got it. Um, so – I think um, what ended up being a bigger deal to me, number one, is uh, vacation recovery or holiday yep. recovery. Um, I have uh, unfortunately uh, discovered that I can really do some damage in like a week's vacation. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it's that old, like, I. It's a terrible expression, but people say a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. <laughs> you know, you eat, eat a bite of food. I I have had some real issues with like eating as much as as, as like my body will allow on a vacation, and then I spend you know literally months like taking weight back yeah. off after that amount of time. So. Really going into vacations and holidays uh, with a much better mindset about about you know not digging myself into that deeper hole has has been a much bigger deal for me than uh, than I thought. And then the other thing that really comes to mind is that my calorie goal in maintenance is a much bigger deal. Oh than I yeah, it would be. like I that's I, a good one. I had this vision of I would you know, be eating a, a particular calorie goal every day. And then when I hit my goal weight, I could then add more calories to my life in order to maintain my weight. And it, it actually has been a little bit of the opposite. You know, I'm now uh, almost six years in and it seems as if as I get older, I actually have, have had to lower it a bit more yeah. than when I was actively like, you know, trying to lose the hundred pounds in the first place. Just to maintain, yeah. Um, and no, that that margin is much smaller, and the impact of going off track is bigger, right? And that, that has been a much bigger deal than I thought, especially in maintenance. Like I thought it was going to be, I would be able to eat a lot more, uh, more comfortably. Yeah, no, that is that is not the case for me. No, I mean, I think our answers are very similar. Uh, that that like setting standards for vacation because early in the day we did an episode about Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Walt, you're so funny. Yeah. Um, but I think I gained. You know, in a in a week at Disney World, I think I gained five to eight pounds and then worked a little bit of it off. But then guess what? Another vacation came along and then there's another five pounds and then it's Christmas and there's another five pounds. Yeah. And it's that opening up to weight gain in really small ways. Like I'm great when I'm not on vacation, uh, but then that vacation comes in and then it's much harder to lose. So that that is a, a really big one. Yeah. Just this past July, I gained like seven or eight pounds in 10 days and I 
I really didn't think I was even anywhere near that or that really even like scientifically shouldn't be possible for someone to do that, but I did it anyway. Well, and I actually on vacation, finally, after five, six years of maintaining my weight, I was able to set a standard for myself on vacation, which was my my only thing that I was going to stick to was, yeah. you know what? Have a salad. Yeah. Have a salad and every day. you really day. did. You really did. I Every day I was like, you know what? That'll make me feel good. And uh, I was – I gained maybe a pound or two but have been able to take it off. I mean you've lost more weight this year. If we're, if we're comparing pound for pound. I, I took the weight back off. And look, I had a I, – I think I've mentioned it a few times before. I had a rough – uh, holiday season last year, um, and put on a, a decent chunk of weight. And I've, I've taken off something like 12 or 14 pounds this year, yeah. like on, on balance. Right you in know. front of my face. Right. Uh, in the gloaming, but, which now I'm going to just use inappropriately from now on. But exactly. But I need to, um, in the gloaming, uh, <laughs> I need to uh, to be uh, to really uh, come into this upcoming holiday season as we are starting to approach October, November, December. Um, I really need to uh, to you know listen to my own advice and go in and not and not dig myself into that deeper hole. Like as we go towards the last part of the year here. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if I'm answering these questions, yes, please. Or this question, yeah, these riddles three. Yes. Um. So for me. Uh, a big one was, and and this is probably the biggest one for me, is the setting of boundaries. I had no idea yeah. that I had an issue with overcommitment and stressing myself out by involving myself in problems that weren't my own or just saying yes because I didn't feel like I had the right to say no. And for me, the boundary part is probably what I'm strongest with right now. So for me, setting boundaries, asserting my boundaries, checking my calendar before I say yes to anything, and being able to go back and say like, hey, you know what, I've given it some more thought and I can't commit to that, has been so helpful for not only my mental health, but also my relationship with emotional eating. Because I used to eat about all of my problems and revenge eat and secret eat. And that has really gone down because I am more accountable to myself about how I spend my time. So for me, that has been really critical. Uh, and it's something I honestly, until five or six months into my weight loss journey venture, yeah. uh, I had no idea that I had a problem with overcommitment. I think I was well farther into it. Wow, that was terribly said. I think I was much deeper uh, into my uh, my like 100 pound loss before I ever started thinking about boundaries. But um, using my my vampire fortune telling powers, vampires have those, right? Yeah, what's um, it called? Glamoring? Yeah, no, that's, no, see, that, I don't that, use any that's words when you, correctly that's now. That's when you hypnotize somebody. Oh. Um, I, I believe that will probably come up a little bit on the next episode. Oh. As well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. Are we ready for the next question? We Did are. I think answer? we're rounding it up, everybody. All right. So I think this will be the last question for this episode. And uh, the question is, Catherine Weigel. Yes. What are your favorite or your one or two, like, all-star non-mindset related tips or habits that you've learned over the last 
Okay, so kind years. of like my practical tips. Your like practical not, not tips, my mind. Like things that maybe when you started they weren't obvious to you, but you've learned them. Even maybe you know since you hit your uh, your goal weight, you know uh, that kind of a thing. All right, so um, I'll start with sort of the the easier one: the adding volume pumping up the volume up the whoa volume. i also have that written down right here oh, that's, fun. that's one of my all-stars also it's that like you know what i could add an apple like i don't have an apple problem i don't have a salad problem if i'm getting something like when we were on vacation this summer you know what? i'll have a salad like why not have a salad you can also have other things but just adding in a bit of volume it really does help with uh with filling me up a little bit of uh satiation yeah easy to say uh i don't know why i talk like this <laughs> oh my gosh because it's delightful i like do all grown-ups talk like this no. or is it just us no you're special. or just me you're, i'm sorry to tie you into that wonderful okay i'm sorry well i apologize in advance uh so anyway so for me that has been really big it's like what's the big deal just add a carrot yeah it's not gonna hurt adding low calorie vegetables fruits uh pickles ever long time listeners of this show will know i i love pickles pickles are are essentially calorie free and i can eat uh, as many of them as you want and i find dill Pickles, uh, cornichons, delicious. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that kind of thing. Mushrooms, onions. Uh, like I make a big batch of uh, sautéed mushrooms and onions uh, about once a week. And, yep, then and I he just... dips his pickles in them. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that didn't terrible. sound terrible. Right. No, that sounded That awful. sounded bad. Can I go on to my next one so we can just pretend none of this happened? Yes. Yes, please. Okay. Let's go on. So this is a huge one for me and it it's sort of boundaries but more in a physical boundaries yeah is modify modify oh everything. that's a great one. yeah i used to feel like if i went to a workout class or did a workout video or made a promise to myself for doing any kind of physical activity that i had to follow the letter of the law do exactly what the instructor was doing or i would look foolish yeah it has been a game changer to turn on a workout video and say you know what i'm it's a 30 minute video i'm gonna do the five minute warm-up you know what? It says do it on your toes. I'm going to do it on my knees. It says, you know, do them really quickly. I do them slowly. It says do it with weights. I do it without weights. I modify even with the jumping jacks. There, I did a hit class when I first started and they said to do jumping jacks. And it, that can be really tough for someone who's, who's, uh, who's, who's plus size, has a large chest. It's, it's taxing. So guess yeah. what? I don't do jumping jacks anymore. I kind of do that, like keep my feet on the ground, but sort of like you're, I was going to say shaking a baby when you're, <laughs> sorry, like uh, we didn't have a baby. So what are you going to, like yeah, when you don't, like. Don't let vampires hold the baby. <laughs> this is, this is something that we uh, cannot oh stress enough. This is, this is my all-star the practical threshold. tip for you. Oh my gosh. Don't let vampires no, or Catherine hold your baby. <laughs> no, but when you're like. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Go to sleep. I look. You're pantomiming like holding a baby like on your rocking shoulder a, on a like, podcast. Yeah, people like, can't see you doing this right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, maybe start with like a loaf of bread or something, but just you know, like la la la, like just sort of rock. You're. I'm not good at things, so we'll just say that. Uh, we were talking about 
uh, hit classes. Yeah. So skip the jumping jacks. Yeah. If, um, if an exercise is too hard for you, then do a modified version of it. Do something that you can do. But the the important part for me, I'm sorry to take over, uh-oh. but important part for me is that is that you you know you keep moving. And you don't just see the exercise being too difficult as an opportunity to quit doing anything. Right. So leave the class early if it's a yoga pose that you can't hold. Like there's certain ones that I physically am not capable of doing. I just move to child's pose. Why not just skip it? Use a block. Use a band. Do something to modify. I used to wait for other people's cues to use a a block in class. Turns out... You can do whatever you want. You're paying for the class. Right. Like, you don't have to do anything. So for me, it really helped to pull back. If you're supposed to do something for a minute, do it for 30 seconds. If you're supposed to do three sets, start with one set. Modify, modify, modify. It has really helped me uh, be much less self-conscious, too, because I don't want to injure myself. And uh, so modifying, uh, even today, has been really helpful. No, Donald. Why don't we move over to you? What are your what are your tips? Well, pump up the volume. Was, pump up the was, volume. Pump up, pump the, up the volume. volume. Yeah, we're still not almost three hundred episodes, <laughs> and we can't get that right. Um, uh, that was also on mine. Um, another uh, another one for me was just eat more protein. Like, yeah. try and include protein with every meal and almost every snack. And um, I also like to add. Uh, eat more fruit. Like I've, I've really stepped up my fruit consumption and that has really helped me a lot because, you know, most of the fruits I can eat so much more of them. I mean, it's sort of related to pump up the volume, but I can eat a lot of them for the the calories. I hadn't really thought about, you know, how important adding protein is to uh, feeling full and not being as hungry all the time. So the the more protein I eat, the less hungry I am. Yeah. Well, and, and a big question to answer, because this comes up a lot, um, and I'm going to answer it myself. So I'm going to ask the question, but you don't answer it. I'll okay. answer it. Yeah. Got um, it. How, Catherine Donald, how much protein should I have? More. More. <laughs> how, much, how much water should I That's drink right. per pound? Just more. Just yeah. don't worry about like when I – hyper focus on every snack needs 10 grams of protein and every whatever i would not eat something that was nine grams of protein because it wasn't enough and really like fixating on perfection is uh is a fool's errand so more than you're having today have a little bit more more water more vegetables more protein do it up your way and it's super cool to do that yeah so yeah exactly what Catherine said like so just as a quick example, instead of cereal, which has zero protein in it, essentially, like maybe go for the eggs or the breakfast sausage or or something that is uh, that is more uh, protein. Yeah, add. cottage cheese. Uh, you got your tofu scrambles. Lots of ways to get in protein. Do it. And that is uh, what we have to say. So um, as I'm looking out the window, we started recording very early this morning. Yeah, it's true. Uh, not only because vampires are only interviewed in the darkness. It is not even 8 a.m. yet it is not as, as we uh, finish up this as episode. the crow flies. As it the is, crow flies. It is so flipping hot right now in Los Angeles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's, we, it's stupid hot. And it's supposed to be fall. Well, almost fall. Yeah. So we're recording early because... 
it's very hot. So uh, I will stop talking about it so that we can stop recording. Uh, but there we go. But thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening. We are grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, hopefully you've gotten something out of this, some uh, some things to think about, some, uh, some tips, some uh, things to add to your life. And uh, uh, speaking of things to add to your life, we have almost 300 other episodes of this show, and they are all still available wherever you find podcasts. We are on all the major podcast platforms, and we are available at any time. Every episode we've done is still available on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for Join Our Support Group to find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support, accountability. We do food check-ins, scale check-ins, and it's just a safe place to work on yourself while you are working on your habits. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I recently partnered with Lose It to write their first course about yeah. mindset and weight loss. And uh, if you join Walt Place in the month of September or October, you will receive uh, that course at no additional cost to you as a gift from Lose It. Yeah, this is 2023, by the way. You might possibly be listening to this in the future. In the future. Yeah. Uh, But if you, uh, if it's 2023 and you are joining it, you will get that premium course, the first of its kind, at no additional cost, just for being a Walt chum. So check it out. Yeah, and it's really great. Like, you and the Lose It team did a wonderful job on it, and um, I, you know, I don't know if I should say this, but I think they were really lucky to have you and and all of your wisdom. Um, I know I am lucky to have you Aww, and all of your wisdom, you. and the members of Walt Place are lucky to have you and your wisdom. Well, that is definitely something that seven years ago I never would have imagined that I would be writing about mindset and boundaries and uh, self-accountability. So it, it is honestly uh, an honor to be part of it, super proud of it, and uh, I hope you enjoy it as well. So. Absolutely. And uh, you can also interact with us on social media. We are at We Only Look Thin on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can send us an email if you have a question, uh, if you'd like some more information about something we've talked about, if you have an episode idea. uh, We have uh, turned a lot of listener emails into episodes of this show, so we like those. Or if you just want to uh, give us a shout out and say hi, um, and uh, give us a compliment, that kind of thing. We uh, we do enjoy compliments. We do. Uh, for example, Donald and Catherine, you are so good looking. Why don't you have a TV show? Is is a you know a great way to start an email to us. Um, so if you want to do that, it is we only look thin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes, could you head on over to Apple Podcast? Leave us a rating and a review. We actually have over 600 star reviews now. Yay. Yay. Thank you for helping us get past that goal. And thank you, too, to our new listeners. Uh, we've gotten some shout outs uh, from Lose It already, which is amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, new listeners who have found us in other areas. We so appreciate 
appreciate the support and uh, all of the reviews. We read them and I, I, I share them with Donald. Uh, I usually read them to him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's how I fall asleep at night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she reads our, our, our but, Apple podcast reviews. But really, it means so much to know that we are making a difference in your lives. And it also uh, helps us boost our uh, ratings and our placement in the Apple algorithms when other people are looking for podcasts. So please keep them coming. We so appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who has left a review already around the world. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. And another way you could help us out that we would really appreciate is just to tell somebody about the show. Uh, if you know somebody who might get something out of it, if it comes up in a conversation, you know, say at work, on the on the golf course, at the grocery store, maybe you're just like hanging with strangers in an elevator. Uh, you can talk about creepers. We don't. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, hey! I know this podcast that you might want to listen to. Uh, but you know, seriously, uh, you know, if tell, telling your friends and family about the show is is one of the best ways that helps it grow. And also, uh, if you're on an online group, uh, a Reddit group, uh, a Discord server, a Facebook group, and uh, it would be appropriate to mention us, we would be really grateful for a shout out. Yep. So if you are trying to work on your pronunciation of Whippoorwill <laughs> or Wampir, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. <laughs>